How does one chase the paranormal? Surely it's not like storm chasing. In storm chasing, one has far more data to go on. Meteorological scientific data. What about the paranormal? Alleged paranormal activity can be elusive and infrequent. One could argue there are no definitive ways to observe the paranormal on 100% of your attempts. That being said, I fully intend to dig deep and embark on this hunt, chasing the paranormal. No matter how frustrating it may end up being on this journey, as I have a feeling, no matter the outcome, it will be wholly worth it. Today, we will start with exploring several methods of paranormal hunting and cover many of the areas of paranormal on the subsurface. Subsurface. the surface so i take it on this purpose like a haunting public service digging in deep above my sleep i woke in the creep and i'm not nervous welcome everybody to the podcast subsurface info on ufos and spiritual entities cryptids and ets magic of mind abilities interdimensional entities and alternate realities peace and namaste and like in your day and your mentalities subsurface paranormal podcast digging deep before the truth digging deep before the truth Welcome to the Subsurface Paranormal Podcast. I am your host, Adam, bringing paranormal topics to your attention every Monday so together we can dig deep into the subsurface of paranormal phenomena. Chasing the Paranormal. On this episode, we are digging deep into the topic of chasing paranormal phenomena. How does one achieve this? Some say it is impossible or not likely possible while others write books and produce videos on how to hunt for ghosts, how to conjure demons, how to make UFOs materialize, how to communicate with spiritual, extraterrestrial, and interdimensional entities, how to unlock psychic powers or tap into magic abilities, describing the nature and habits of a cryptid and where to find them. And still, many will argue they are charlatans, frauds, crazies, and that there's no way to accomplish these tasks as they do not exist. Skeptics, I urge you to suspend your disbelief just a little bit. Open your minds and come along on this adventure if you dare. And to the believers, open your minds as well and consider alternative views or lack thereof. And try to employ some critical thinking to your faith just a little bit. Collectively, let's consider what has been established already about chasing the paranormal on both sides of the topic. Methods. When it comes to the paranormal, for most people it conjures up thoughts about ghosts, first and foremost. So let's start with spirits. Some of the common techniques and tools for hunting for and communication with spirits include the use of EVP, or electronic voice phenomenon, for recording disembodied voices. EMF detector, or electromagnetic field detector, 
to detect manipulations in electromagnetic fields by spirits. Digital thermometers to detect manipulations in temperature by spirits. Laser grids to detect movement and interaction from spirits. Spirit box, much like EVP, but with the advantage of hearing some or all voices in real time. Ovilus, a computer-generated speech-based version of the spirit box. Infrared cameras, to see temperature signatures from spirits. And this is just to name a few. And one could ask for the help of a psychic medium to establish contact with spirits. UFOs. One way to find and experience UFOs intentionally is to go where they are frequently seen and reported. The top five states for reported UFO sightings are Washington State, Montana, Vermont, Alaska, and Maine. This list was compiled by internet provider SatelliteInternet.com, which culled data from the National UFO Reporting Center and the U.S. Census to attract attention from those observing World UFO Day in 2019. If you are wondering, World UFO Day is on July 2nd. That is just the top five states in the U.S. You could check out your city or town online to see if you live in an area frequently visited by UFOs, or if you live close to a place that is. Here are some sites you can visit for this info. UFOstalker.com MUFON.com and NewFork.org that is M-U-F-O-N.com, N-U-F-O-R-C.org. And if you live in Arizona or plan on visiting my home state, you could travel to Sedona, Arizona for the Sedona UFO and Vortex Tour, where they claim sightings are guaranteed. And remember, these are just reported UFOs. There may be far more UFOs that go unreported or unseen. Extraterrestrials. People have reported alien abductions and contact arguably for centuries now. But when it comes to extraterrestrials, it can be a bit more difficult to have these encounters at will. However, there are people who believe that you can communicate with them through meditation. Like Stephen Greer, who has videos on YouTube on CE5 meditation for close encounters of the fifth kind. For communication with ETs through your mind, that is. You can also check out Stephen Greer's film, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, Contact Has Begun, which will be released on April 7th, 2020. Also, if you believe, you can visit a psychic medium that claims to communicate with aliens. Interdimensional and extradimensional beings. In the case of interdimensional and extradimensional beings, one may approach communication with them much in the same way as extraterrestrials. Some may encourage the use of psychedelic drugs as a means to communicate with these beings. But for the skeptics, mind-altering drugs may seem like a less likely method to communicate with beings from another dimension. Cryptids. With cryptids, one could journey to a location where a particular type has been reported often. You could then camp out and try your luck at capturing a glimpse of a cryptid or attempt to obtain some evidence of their existence. Plenty have been photographed and caught on video, though the validity is, of course, in question. However, there are numerous methods available for attempting communication with cryptids. A couple popular methods for communicating with a Sasquatch, for instance, are knocking on trees loudly with a stick and waiting for a knock and reply. Also, learning their calls and seeing if they respond to your best Sasquatch imitation. 
psychic powers and magic. When it comes to psychic powers and magic, one can learn from a purported psychic or magician, or simply look up a how-to guide online or purchase a book on the subjects. It is claimed that anyone can develop a psychic ability or learn magic. In some cases, it is the accidental or subconscious use of a psychic ability or the belief that one has done so that sets individuals on a journey to learn. Believer's side. On the believer's side of this topic, I can see how believers feel like these things are attainable. Being in the right place at the right time could guarantee a sighting of something paranormal, a peek into the unknown, if you will, an experience with phenomena that is currently unexplainable in any definitive way. With the methods I had mentioned, it appears easier to explore the paranormal than one might think when first considering the journey. And what do you have to lose? There seems to be plenty of resources at our disposal for us to explore the paranormal. Now, out of all the people who legitimately experience alleged paranormal activity and actually report on it, I can't imagine that 100% of them are misidentifying the phenomena they're experiencing 100% of the time. Surely, there remains a percentage, however small, that are truly witnessing something unexplained and maybe otherworldly or currently undiscovered. So why not explore the paranormal? The more we experiment and chase these phenomena, the more data we can record, and perhaps someday we will have the definitive answers to what these phenomena truly are. Skeptic side. On the skeptic side of this topic, I can understand the hesitance to explore the paranormal and the reluctance to devote any time and energy to phenomena that many have claimed to debunk already. For all of the books, articles, and videos explaining the paranormal, there are close to as many sources that claim to debunk these phenomena. And in many cases, they make a lot more sense and come off far more logical than material on the believer side. It may very well be the case of people witnessing something when chasing the paranormal, but that something may have a very earthly and logical explanation. And for all of the reported paranormal experiences, there is still a lack of definitive proof and hard evidence to prove the existence of the phenomena reported. But that being said, we have to remember that lack of evidence doesn't equal non-existence. Psychological side. On the psychological side of the subject, there are some interesting possibilities to what is happening in these paranormal experiences. On the one hand, when chasing the paranormal, people could be putting themselves in a state of openness that could allow for the placebo effect. One could falsely interpret data if they aren't careful, a case of confirmation bias. If guided by another, you may experience exactly what the guide chooses for you to experience. And there is the possibility that your mind is filling in the gaps, trying to make sense of what your mind doesn't understand. Which leads to the other hand, your mind may be trying very hard to interpret the very strange data that is coming in when experiencing paranormal phenomena, legit paranormal phenomena. Whether you happen upon it or you are out chasing the phenomena, an experience could prove to be traumatic. Our minds can deal with trauma in real time and in post in a whole array of different ways. The memory of two alien abductees could differ greatly depending on how they perceive the experience. An encounter with a cryptid in the woods could be wholly different to the individuals that encounter it. 
a poltergeist haunting. This could be terrifying for one experiencer, while exhilarating for the next. This being said, the experiences can be reported in a wide variety of ways. Based on a wide variety of ways, phenomena is experienced by individuals. Speculation side. And now it's time for some speculation. As I mentioned on the previous episode, for the speculation side, I will present questions for you, the listener, to consider, and for myself to speculate on. Now let's get into it. Question number one. Does one's beliefs determine if they will experience the paranormal or not? I would have to say yes. I think an experience will take place regardless, but you could rationalize the hell out of the experience to the point where it becomes acceptable to you and has some other meaning than it being paranormal if you don't believe in the paranormal. What you believe is what you perceive. Question number two. Is it possible for more than one individual to have the same experience when experiencing paranormal phenomena? To this I say, yes and no. I think in experiencing anything in life, more than one individual can report the same basic experience, but how each individual feels about it can play heavily on their perception and the experience. What does the paranormal experience mean to that individual? That's the question. This can shape the experience a great deal, I feel. Number three, would the lack of a personal experience with the paranormal cause you to not believe in the paranormal, regardless of any evidence put forward? I think this is the case for a lot of people. They don't experience it firsthand, so outrageous claims don't interest them enough to look at any evidence that they put forward. And for some, no amount of evidence is worth having a personal experience. It's not easy for me to answer this question as I have had experiences um, that may have been paranormal in nature. But had I not, I think it's very possible that I would still be open to reviewing evidence put forward before dismissing any area of the paranormal out of hand. Question number four. In exploring one or more area of the paranormal, at what point would you decide to abandon the journey? I don't think I would, personally. But perhaps I would abandon ship on the paranormal as a whole, or one or more type, if I were presented with irrefutable proof that the area or areas in question do not exist. Once it is more than lack of proof, and it becomes proof to the contrary, that the phenomena indeed does not exist. Only then would I abandon the question. Only then would I abandon the quest. Number five, can you really chase just one area of the paranormal? To this I say yes, but however, I feel it's like a puzzle. I think all the pieces connect and without one, we may not have an accurate view of the whole picture, if that makes sense. Number six, and this is my last question for this episode. What areas of the paranormal are you chasing? The listener, let me know at the subsurface at gmail.com or learning to curse at gmail.com. Attention, subsurface. I want to hear from you guys. What area of the paranormal are you chasing and or want to chase? For me, I have to say yes. 
all of it, the paranormal as a whole. And that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Subsurface. Join us every Monday for a brand new episode where we dig deep into the paranormal. And as usual, join us for Flow, hosted by Frank Dukes every Friday here on the channel. And our main show, Learning to Curse, with Adam and Chuck and Dukes every Sunday. And if you dig this show, don't forget to subscribe or follow us and share it with your friends and family. And reach out and let us know how we're driving on social media through our parent podcast, Learning to Curse, on the Age of Radio Network. We have profiles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Learning to Curse. You can also drop us an email at thesubsurface at gmail.com or learningthecurse at gmail.com. Attention to Subsurface Paranormal Podcast. And that is it. Thank you for listening. And remember, dig deep, my friends. Until next time, peace. <laughs>